Hello and welcome to another episode of Moonwalk Talks. Normally here I would start in with my name and make some unfunny pun about me being a rapper and then tell you to go follow me on Twitter and and all that good stuff. But I'm not going to do that this time because I'm angry, I'm frustrated, I'm confused. And as much as I didn't want to even bring up the nonsense that happened recently... I just can't seem to brush it off this time. I really wanted to come back to Moonwalk Talks and make this next episode a fun one, as I like to keep the mood light and entertaining on this podcast. I don't like to feed into the negativity that the tabloid media seems to create around Michael Jackson. See, when I started Moonwalk Talks about two years ago now, I just wanted to make a podcast. I was a fan of podcasts like Audio Lab, TED Talks, and the 10-Minute Podcast, and I figured it would be fun to do one. Well, I do rap music. Been doing it for about 15 years now. I could have easily made a podcast about rap music or music in general where I critique albums and talk about the latest pop gossip. I'm also a huge Ninja Turtle collector, and I could have made a podcast about everything TMNT. Could have reviewed the movies, toys, comics, all that good stuff. But while I love those things, I don't really enjoy talking about them all the time. And also, there are plenty of other podcasts that cover those topics. One thing I have noticed about myself that is throughout my life, I've really enjoyed discussing and researching the history of Michael Jackson. My friends would make fun of me because somehow or another I always end up steering the conversation towards Michael Jackson or relating the topic back to him in some way. Eh, That's probably why I don't have a lot of friends, but I'm thankful for the ones that put up with it. Also, I noticed a huge void in the podcast arena when it came to Michael Jackson. There were no active MJ podcasts when I started, so it all just came together. I liked talking about Michael Jackson, and there were no Michael Jackson podcasts, so Moonwalk Talks is born. Now, I know I could have started making episodes that covered all the different scandals that have followed MJ's career, and honestly, I would probably get more traffic if I only concentrated on the scandals. Clickbait, they call it. But I didn't want Moonwalk Talks to focus on the bad. I want Moonwalk Talks to be a program that MJ fans from all over the world can put on and enjoy pleasant stories about the guy we all love. See, Michael Jackson always promoted escapism. And I wanted Moonwalk Talks to follow that precedent. I knew I would eventually have to make an episode about the different child molestation charges, because as much as I don't want it to be, it is part of his history, and unfortunately shaped his career and lifestyle. And I will eventually make those episodes, as I think it is important for people to know the facts about what actually happened in 1993 and 2003. And that's why I'm making this episode. As much as I don't want Moonwalk Talks to shed any light on the negative things in Michael's life, I feel I need to say something and try to help set the record straight about what happened recently regarding Michael Jackson. Now, just a disclaimer, this episode is going to feature some adult details and situations, so if you are listening with children or you are easily offended, you might want to skip this episode. On June 20th, a website by the name of Radar Online released an article titled in big black letters, Pedo Proof, Never Before Seen Cop Reports Expose Jackson's Six Secrets. 
The article states that recently Radar had received all of the police reports and evidence that documented the 2003 raid of Michael Jackson's home, Neverland Ranch. The article claims that in these documents, Neverland was a proclaimed house of horrors and that Michael Jackson stockpiled piles of porn and grotesque imagery, including animal torture, S&M, bondage, gore, and that these images were used to desensitize and groom little boys so they would be easy victims for Michael. They call Michael Jackson a manipulative drug and sex crazed predator. They say he had images of child torture, child nudity, and sadomasochism. They note that Michael had sexual photos of him with his nephews. They show photos from a book where a John Bonet Ramsey lookalike was pretending to hang herself. They also claim that Michael paid over $200 million in cover up money to the victims and their families. And after malicious quotes about Michael from people relevant to the case like Tom Sneddon and Rob Zonin, they follow up by saying, despite the mountain of evidence, Jackson was acquitted of all charges and ended with how terrible a person Michael Jackson must have been. Radar Online were out to expose Michael Jackson and you could read the disdain they had for the singer by the amount of times they used the words like sick and disgusting to explain the situation. They came out and said, we have proof, proof that Michael Jackson was a pedophile. The next day, June 21st, this article started trending all over the world. Other news outlets like Vanity Fair, The Huffington Post, and Daily Mail began picking it up and distributing the claims. People were sharing it on Facebook and retweeting it on Twitter. YouTubers were vlogging and reporting about the story. Even local news stations were reporting it on their morning and evening broadcasts. It was everywhere. For me, most people know that I'm a huge MJ fan, so I was getting texts, notifications, and people tagging me in these stories. Even people I know who don't care about MJ were posting and commenting about the Radar post. Now, to anybody with no previous knowledge of Radar or the 2005 trial, this all looks very convincing. And to be completely honest with you, when I first saw the headline trending on my daily news Snapchat feed, for an instant, I even thought it was real. I started to completely question my dedication to Michael Jackson. This website says they have absolute proof that he had child porn. And as much as I love him and his music, there was no way I could continue to support a person who was without a doubt a pedophile. But see, I'm not the type of person to read a Facebook headline and automatically believe it. I'm proud to say that I'm a frequent Snopes.com visitor. I see a picture while scrolling on my Facebook feed that says, Hillary goes to Halloween party in blackface, and I instantly check as many sources as I can to see if it's legit. I know that not everything you read on the internet is real. And come to find out, no, Hillary did not go to any party dressed in blackface. But the amount of times that the Hillary Clinton post was shared and debated on social media is astounding. People share these posts and stories as if they are absolute fact instead of looking deeper and finding the truth. So that is what we're going to do on today's episode. Let's look deeper into this Radar Online scandal and find the truth. Let's start with Radar Online. Is Radar a credible news source? This is an easy no. 
For those that don't know, Radar Online is a tabloid site that frequently posts gossip articles about the Kardashians' love lives and makes full articles commenting on aging superstars' sagging skin. But seriously, on a side note, can we stop making fun of celebrities for something that we all do? We all get old. It should not be a trending news story that Madonna has wrinkles. Everybody that lives long enough will get wrinkles. We should not be shaming people for doing what everybody in the world does. But this is the type of stuff that Radar Online reports on. So tell me, why, out of all news sources, would Radar be the one to receive these so-called top-secret, never-before-seen documents? Let's just make a, a quick example. If you happen to come in possession of materials that would, without a doubt, prove that the biggest superstar in the world, Michael Jackson, in fact had child porn, this would be the biggest discovery in music history, finally proof that MJ was a child predator. These documents would be worth a fortune to the right news outlet. So, would you take this information to a CD unreliable tabloid magazine? Or would you contact a more established outlet like CNN or Fox? Maybe contact the Wall Street Journal or the BBC? Even if you don't agree that they are credible news sources, you can at least agree that they have the revenue to pay you more for the story than a tabloid magazine that went exclusively online in 2008 when it couldn't afford to keep printing magazines. This is also a company that filed for bankruptcy in 2010. I think you would choose the latter. Also, this isn't the first time they have posted a fake article about Michael Jackson. There are dozens of poorly written, incorrect, and absurd posts about Michael Jackson with headlines that just get more and more ridiculous as you scroll through them. So no, Radar Online is not a credible news source. It's fictional gossip. This is something that we call clickbait. Clickbait is defined as a link on the internet of a sensational nature whose main purpose is to attract attention and draw visitors to a particular web page. The main goal is to get you to click on their link. When you click on the link, you are brought to their page, which drives up their daily visitor count, which in turn helps them sell advertisements. Companies want to be seen, so if a website can show that they are pulling in visitors, a company will buy ad space on their site regardless of the content. So all in all, they don't care what they say just as long as you click the link to go to their site. They get paid every time you click that link. And a lot of these sites will post something like, 10 things you need before you die, and then, instead of just posting a list of 10 things, they will put the 10 things on different pages, forcing you to click through 10 different pages to see the whole list. And yes, every time you click to the next page, that's more visitors they can claim. It's clickbait. And that is the essence of Radar. They don't post articles for journalistic integrity. They post articles so they can sell ads. Just looking at one page, I can see 17 different ads on there. If you need more proof, Radar Online is owned by American Media. And if that name sounds familiar, that's because American Media is well known for its other publications. 
the National Enquirer, the National Examiner, the Globe, and Star. Yes, other tabloid publications. These same publications have had headlines such as I'm pregnant with an alien and Brad Pitt stole my dog. Not a single shred of credibility within this company. Now, what about these documents? Radar claims that they received said documents from a personal investigator and anonymous source in the Santa Barbara Police Department. This is all completely false and was quickly negated. A couple of hours after the story started trending, when contacted by Vanity Fair, the Santa Barbara Police said, and I quote, Some of the documents appear to be copies of reports that were authored by Sheriff's Office personnel as well as evidentiary photographs taken by Sheriff's Office personnel interspersed with content that appears to be obtained off the internet or through unknown sources. The Sheriff's Office did not release any of the documents and or photographs to the media. The Sheriff's Office released all of its reports and the photographs as part of the required discovery process to the prosecution and the defense. So one, they are saying that the documents that Radar have are false. They are basically photoshopped with recent images from the internet. They are also saying that the documents that are legitimate have been around since 2005, and while not easily accessible, they are still accessible. So no need for a private detective to go searching for. And so the whole never-before-seen headline? False. All in all, what the Santa Barbara police are saying is that somebody doctored these reports to look more malicious than they actually were. Oh, and remember that sexual photo they said they had of Michael Jackson with his nephews? It was a photo shoot with the boy band 3T. Those are his nephews. It was a shoot to promote their single. Yeah, pictures you can find anywhere on the internet. They just have their shirts off, like most boy bands do in pictures. Yeah, and guess what? They were adults. Nothing wrong here. And these photos of animal and child torture? Non-existent. It is completely illegal for anybody to possess anything of that nature. So if the person distributed it to Radar and the people at Radar posting the proof online would be in for jail time themselves. Oh, not to mention that if they actually found child porn at Michael Jackson's house, he would automatically be guilty. There is no walking away from that. If he had anything of that nature, he would have been charged with no breaks. But there was nothing of that nature found. You know what they did find? Regular porn. Regular heterosexual porn. Nothing weirder than anything your dad would have. Well, actually, I I don't know your dad. He might be into some weird (laughs) shit. But all they found were some hustlers and a barely legal magazine. And if anything, that evidence should be a testament to the fact that he had a healthy heterosexual appetite. Michael Jackson was a grown man. There was nothing illegal or sick about a grown man owning some porn magazines. Well, what about those pictures of a John Benet Ramsey lookalike pretending to hang herself? Oh, yeah, yeah, that picture? 
A picture of radar claim was found in Michael Jackson's Neverland Ranch during the 2003 raid. Uh, the picture they claimed was sick and disgusting and was used to groom Michael's victims. Oh, well, that photo was taken in 2008 by photographer Jonathan Hobbin. Yeah, it was taken in 2008, five years after the raid. Jonathan Hobbin is a photographer from Canada that was interviewed by the CBC News about the situation. Like most people that day, Jonathan Hobbin was contacted by his friends after seeing his pictures all over the news. He knew instantly that this story was fake. Jonathan says that the whole situation has upset him and that he is disappointed that the media didn't do their research and that his work was taken out of context. Of course, who would blame him? He created these pictures to help kids deal with the horrors they see on a day-to-day -day basis. Why would he want a piece of work that he created to help kids to be misconstrued into something that is used to hurt kids? He goes on to say, People are manipulating the context of art for their own sinister purposes. It harkens back to poor journalism and creating drama that doesn't exist. So there we have it. Every single claim on the Radar article has been completely discredited on multiple accounts. An uncredible tabloid news source distributes false Photoshop documents to slander the King of Pop. How come that was never a headline? How come every single person I know posted the Radar article that claimed MJ had kitty porn, but not a single tweet or post about Jonathan Hobbin debunking the scandal? And this is why I'm so mad. Some people might ask, like, why, why do I care? Michael Jackson's personal life shouldn't affect me. Tabloids lie about celebrities all the time. What makes us any different? Let me start by saying this. There are a few things that bring happiness into my life. I love my family, I love my music, and I love Michael Jackson. He has been an integral part of my life ever since I was a child. I've grown up watching him. I wrote essays about him in school. When I'm sad, his music cheers me up. When I'm angry, his music calms me down. Watching him light up a stage brings this unexplainable joy to my life. I guess it is a hard thing to explain why people end up dedicating their love to a specific entity. And this is why I don't judge people who are hardcore sports fans or they buy tickets to things like NASCAR. Because when you seriously think about it, in the end, these sports games don't help anything or even matter at all. Because when that team wins or loses, if they make it to the Super Bowl, nothing changes. The world still wakes up, eats breakfast, and continues on with their day. And who cares about cars driving around in a circle? Those things don't matter. They are useless. But I don't judge. Because I know that those things somehow bring happiness to people. And I relate that back to my love of Michael Jackson. In the grand scheme of things, it doesn't matter what Michael Jackson did or did not do. But it matters to me and all of his loyal fans. I mean, I don't want everybody in the world to think that a person that I love would ever do such a thing to a child. I want people to appreciate MJ the way that I do. I want MJ to be the best. I want MJ to win. Just like a sports fan doesn't want his team to lose. He wants to be able to brag about his team being the best. 
And when these tabloids distribute fake articles, MJ takes an unfair loss. But unfortunately, unlike a sports team, Michael Jackson does not get a new season. He isn't here to play the next game. He doesn't get a chance to redeem himself the next year. This kind of thing follows him forever. These kind of false allegations have ruined his reputation and career. Some people think that it shouldn't bother us fans and that if we ignore it, it will go away. Trust me, it won't. If you are like me, you've been in a social setting and Michael Jackson will come on the radio or somebody will mention something about The Wiz or something. Somehow MJ will come up. And there is always that person that is like, yeah, I dig his music, but you know, it's sick what he did to those kids. And that's when I have to insert myself into the conversation and pony up the facts and names and dates and inform this person that these allegations aren't true. And this happens all the time. I hate having to defend him all the time. It's not fun. I mentioned earlier that I enjoy talking about Michael Jackson, and I do, but I do not enjoy defending him. The level of ignorance in people is astounding. They know nothing of the cases. All they know is that the bright TV box said that Michael Jackson was a pedophile, so they automatically believe it. And this radar post makes it even worse now, because now anytime I mention anything about Michael Jackson, the first thing I hear is, oh damn, how do you feel about that child sex thing? And then I have to go into this whole spill about Radar and Jonathan Hobbin. I would much rather tell people fun and interesting stories, like who did the moonwalk first, or tell them interesting facts about Captain EO. And the thing that frustrated me to no end was that, of course, all this had to come out right around the seventh anniversary of Michael Jackson's death. Of course. How convenient. But again, Why would this affect me? Because every year on June 25th and August 29th, I have what I call Michael Jackson days. See, I'm not much into popping fireworks on the 4th of July. I don't really do anything on Labor Day. I don't storm the streets on Martin Luther King Day. But on June 25th and August 29th, I celebrate the life of Michael Jackson. It's a day for me to de-stress, get drunk, watch, and appreciate everything Michael Jackson. And you know what ruins that? It's when I go to search out for new Michael Jackson stuff on the internet and I get bombarded with reposts and vlogs of this false nonsense. I couldn't get away from it. It ruined my entire day. I ended up just going to bed. You know, I don't ask for much in life. I just want my Michael Jackson days to be fun and entertaining. And this false post now I'm making a whole episode trying to defend a man I've never met. But if I don't do it, then who will? Who, who's going to stick up for him? The estate? <laughs> they don't do anything. As long as the money keeps rolling in, they're dandy. They should be suing the f*** out of Radar and every single other news outlet that posted that false article for slander. But they don't do anything except for post some uninformative statement. And his children are too busy spending daddy's money and being teenagers to do anything about it. A tweet can only do so much, kids. As fans, we have to defend him. And we can't give up. It's so easy to ignore and block the trolls. But unfortunately, in life, only the loudest get heard. 
regardless of what is true or false. So we need to be loud. Example, a guy on my Facebook feed commented on the link and said something like, ugh, I always knew he was sick, but this just proves it. And I was friends with this person, so automatically my first instinct was to unfriend his ass and block him. I don't want to be friends with somebody who believes everything they hear on the internet, and I for sure don't want to be friends with somebody who thinks my fave person of all time is a child molester. But I thought about it, and I didn't block him. I simply responded to his comment with facts, I posted links, I gave him references, and I explained to him that everything that he's been led to believe about Michael Jackson is false. And guess what? Well, he told me to fuck off, but at least he now knows the truth, and I didn't just let him go away without trying to show him the truth. And this is why I'm making this episode. Because people need to hear the truth. Why is it that everybody saw Radar, but nobody saw the CBC interview? It's because scandal sells. Nobody cares about the truth. And we can't let it continue. We have to fight back. Somehow Radar is winning. With a little bit of luck and a lot of persistence, they have managed to create a fictional story that was seen worldwide. And now people believe this whole scandal to be fact. So this is my call to arms, Moonwalkers. Please, everybody within my reach, be louder than the lies. All of us need to be informed about the truth and able to convey it to others. If somebody says something false about Michael Jackson, correct them. Give them facts. Give them names. We need to stand up for him. He has given so much given so much to us as fans, the least we could do is help to clear his name. Thank you for listening to another episode of Moonwalk Talks. I promise the next episode will be more lighthearted and fun. I really do appreciate all of you that have been listening and tweeting about Moonwalk Talks. But yes, thanks again and As bleak as things can be sometimes, please don't forget to smile.